We've got some fresh hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more on how to turn your content into profit, go to contentisprofit.com. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have a little surpriser for you. So go right now. Contentisprofit.com. That's right. And today, the secret power of content and podcasting community featuring PodMax. What? Baby! Oh, oh, man. MVPs. This is so exciting. Fancy, do we have a sponsor today? Oh, good question, because we do. And today's what? sponsor is your one and only, the Beast Bros. We are Say our own sponsors, what? guys. Oh, my god! With the, con- the Content Momentum program. That's right. What That's is right. that? What is Content Momentum? You might be asking yourself. Well, if you have a long-form piece of content, just like the one that you're listening to or watching right now, and you want it chopped into value-packed by size assets, and then turn them into little minions that go all over social media and get clients for you, Let's we are here go. to help you out. So just light in our DMs. Beast Bros Co. on Instagram and Facebook, and we would be more than excited to help you out. That's so awesome. We are so lucky. We are so lucky. <laughs> Guys, before we get on with the show, go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button so you know when those episodes are dropping on your phone, and make sure to follow us on social media at Beast Bros Co. That's right, and if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you will because it's going to be epic, <laughs> don't forget to share it and, and leave a five-star review. So the power of networks is real. And I'm sure today's guest will attest to that. Oh, and yes, you heard that right. We have another 2v2 in our hands. And today's guests are like Batman and Robin, Captain America and Falcon, Rocket and Groot. You get the point. (laughs) And in today's intro, we might not make them justice because of their epicness. So make sure you listen to the whole thing. One of them spent 15 years as an actor filmmaker in New York. The other one spent 20 years confined within the walls of corporate America. Together, they are epic business partners that co-founded PodMax and host a few podcasts with a few hundred episodes. I mean, and a few is like an understatement. Yeah. (laughs) You could say they know a thing or two about podcasting, business, and building communities. The perfect mix. They are incredible at allowing people to feel comfortable and come out of their shell. They have one of the best networking events we have ever experienced, which you should definitely attend. More on that soon. And besides being full-time heroes for the people in their networks, they are full-time heroes at home with their families. That's so awesome. I'm so excited for this episode. Please welcome Master Community Builders, Podcasters OGs, and the dynamic duo, Josh and Eric! Woohoo! Wow! <laughs> Welcome, guys! Let's go! Thank you, Luis and Luis. Where's the paper wall that I'm gonna jump through, man? I, that's I what know. I feel like I need, I need the step and repeat paper wall with the fire explosions. That is that, a, that was the closest you could guys. You guys did an amazing job. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank that you. is a great idea. I think we should start sending like pre-podcast <laughs> packages to our guests so they can put it in front of their screen and then just yeah, like yeah. crush yes. it. <laughs> that's what I felt like, man. There should there was gonna be trumpets, uh, like drums. It was, it was awesome. I thank love you. the. Uh, 
um, I love the obvious element of fun that you guys have that I know we also like to bring to the table. Isn't that just, it's just sort of like the prerequisite, right? If you're not having this level of fun, you should, you, you should really figure that out. I know. Thank you for bringing that out. You know, part of why we do this is so we can actually have fun. We actually Mm -hmm. had this business where we're like screen print shirts, like the ones that we're wearing right now. We made them like with our own hands, you know, the squeaky thing like and uh, (laughs) we left that business because we did not enjoy the process. So we're like when we're producing this show, we actually have to enjoy and have fun and and have a blast. And he seems like, you know, just bringing amazing people like you guys just makes our job a little bit easy. So thank you for acknowledging that, guys. Welcome to the Content is Profit show uh we are so honored to have you we experienced one of your events we'll you know talk oh, a little yeah. bit about, uh, about that in just a second but first i would like for you guys to kind of tell us you know who's josh who's eric like how do you guys come together and i yeah. know who's who i don't know it's over here. Okay. <laughs> um, and then how do you guys come together and created these amazing you know community i guess like yeah what's up <laughs> the playbook man yeah you want to you want to give it started off josh Sure. So um, I guess we'll uh, we'll each give a little individual and then it'll yes. tie in perfectly with how we came together and how we got to this very union between the four of us. So um, I'm Josh, by the way, in case you're like, who's Josh? Who's Eric? Nice to meet you guys, Lewis and Lewis. Thanks for having us on. Absolutely. Um, today, I am the hidden entrepreneur. And that's simply because, long story short, I spent 40 years hiding. I showed up in every situation hiding everything that I was truly capable of achieving. All of my talent, my skill and ability stayed inside and didn't come out. Why, you might ask? Get this, because I was so scared to to rock the boat or ruffle feathers. Yeah. I only wanted to desperately seek the approval. And I felt mm. that if I came out with something so magnificent or valuable, that it might make you feel insecure and tap into your insecurities. And if I was the the quote-unquote threat, you might retaliate. And I didn't feel strong enough to stick up for myself. So I just avoided the whole thing altogether for decades. Oh. Cut to today, I'm the proud father, two adoring children, a seven-year-old daughter, a five-year-old son. They quickly showed me early on in their young lives that – Okay, I see what's happening here. I'm the one throwing the temper tantrums here. I'm the child in this circle, and I have the work to do. And at that moment, I made the choice and the decision to just grow up a little bit and make the changes that I needed to. And here I am. Now I get to appear on shows uh, like this, and life is great. Wow. Thank That's you. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Sweet. Yeah. I mean, we took some notes here, but we want to let Eric kind of like, you know, of course, yeah. say he's part of the story and see what's up. Yeah, first I just want to give you guys again kudos for what you're putting together here. I'm noticing all the little details. I hear the music in the background. (laughs) I'm recognizing that it's probably the roadcaster. That's the magic behind the mics. That is the magic. Absolutely. It's It's good stuff, man. And also the shout outs to Iron Man. And I'm guessing, is that Dr. Stray? I can only see a foot up there. No, we have Captain America and then the Hulk. Yeah, and then the Hulk over there. Um, Oh, I love it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I don't have all my superhero paraphernalia back there, but I've got 
I've got it all, man. I gotta, I gotta start sharing it. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad we nailed it with the superheroes. I'm I not gonna know. lie. Oh, that man, that man. was like a random thought that came to me. You know, so I guess it was the universe yeah. speaking to me, like, "Hey, <laughs> say something with superheroes." There you go. <laughs> no joke. Dude, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm just embarrassed that uh, Spider-Man's not repped up there. Well, you gotta uh, rep Spider-Man. Come on, man. Yeah, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> there you go. Well, this all guy's right, in right. the lucky spot. So <laughs> for those enough. watching, there I'll we take go. It. There we go. Yeah, it's Luca's favorite favorite toy. So when my baby comes to the office, we gotta hide it yeah. because you know uh, uh, he'll just grab it. So it's okay. Now he has a privilege here. Th you know we got uh, a <laughs> yes. three v two now. Here we go. Okay, we, we'll just <laughs> leave it there. Three v two. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, I will. I, I'll tell my story in brief, and then I'll dovetail it into into Josh and I. You know, fusing brains and becoming one gigantic thing. So, <laughs> oh boy, uh, yeah. Like I like I said, like you guys mentioned. I was with corporate America for over 20 years, and that was what I was taught. That was what we were told to do throughout life. You know, parents are telling us, go get a job, go to school, get your education, yeah. and then climb the corporate ladder so that I can brag about you, so that I can talk to you about my friends and, uh, wow. and the amazing things you do for me. You know, it's all about the parents. So I realized at some point that... I hit the proverbial glass ceiling. I, I climbed the ladder, and this was the most as I was going to ever make, because mm. I was consistently the same salary for yeah. for yeah many years, and then I had the top uh, title. I was the creative director at the biggest at the the, the number one pharmaceutical company in the world at the time, mm. and I was like, where do I go from here? The number two, <laughs> they, they're always yeah. jockeying for positions. <laughs> I was offered a job for the, the number two, and it was the same salary. Just, just make it fun, you know. You go number two, and then I'm like, okay, challenge accepted. Go number one again, and then number two, yeah, and then number exactly, one again. Exactly. <laughs> it was just it was it was just an infinity loop that I just needed to jump out of. A uh, little callback to the Avengers. So then I um. <laughs> I, I made a decision to to make a change in my life for not just for me, but for my family, because they were starting to sprout up. You know, we were on our second yeah. and I was like, I can't continue down this path mm. and think that I'm going to build some some sort of legacy for them because I don't have a legacy. I have no savings and finance and all this stuff that I could pass along or investments. So I started to do research and I came across this wonderful book called uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad from Robert Kiyosaki. Mm. That was the purple pill. You know, uh, uh, not Neo, what's his name? Morpheus came to yep. me with a purple pill, the third yeah. option, and said, take this book and get for your financial education. And I started to become a real estate investor. I said, forget creative. I'm not going back. I'm retired <laughs> and I'm going to do that. So that led me down this whole path. Eventually, that network yeah. was crying for creative. So I had mm. to go back to it. So I built this agency called On Air Brands, which serviced the real estate investing community mostly, but we had clients in the tech sector and all sorts of other cool, fun things. And then that business morphed into a podcasting service and event. Mm -hmm. So then that's when I was really at an event to promote On Air Brands, doing what, what really closely what you guys do, creating content for people. And then... Uh, I was there for that sole purpose, met Josh there, who was interviewing me on yeah. his show. And then I said, hey, you know what? <laughs> what if we get together with podcasts and, and get them on my shows, come into my studio? Mm. And we started to build and create and saw the synergy and the chemistry. And then we we're like, let's just build another company <laughs> and we'll call <laughs> it PodMax. And then everybody came. Every kid, wow. the floodgates came, yeah, came in. So it was, it was amazing. All happened within a year. 
Wow. Podmax is, is one year old this month. Yeah. Congrats. There we go. Congrats. Yes. I will do yes. I, I will do this. There we go. Boom. Okay. <laughs> Guys, that's so exciting. I mean that's so exciting. I, I, I hear relationships, right? Like mm. and, and you know, you guys obviously work with content and business and and this is one of the things that we've noticed, you know, since we started publishing. We're at episode eighty nine, crazy yeah. ride as well in less than a year, right? But we're trying to catch up to you guys, triple I know. digits. Oh, man. We're like, here you know, we go. <laughs> and we're about to start producing four episodes that week. You know, I think the audience is like, dude, guys, stop. We have no time to yeah, you know. Anyways, uh, but what I hear is relationship. You know, you guys have been able to develop this amazing relationship through different platforms, either content related, either like business related. And then we're talking to people. And I think that has been one of the major benefits that we've seen on publishing. And I'm sure you guys yes. do now, not only with your agency, but also with PodMax, which you guys act at that middle ground for people to meet from different industries. And it's, it's just beautiful and wonderful to see. Yeah, I mean, you know, often we hear uh, podcasting is like the stage to bring others. And I feel with PodMax, you guys are the stage of the stage, which <laughs> ma makes it like even more epic, right? But before diving into that, I have a few questions from, from stories, right? And first one, Josh, is like, where did the fear come from? I, like, I'm just, I'm so curious because... Mm -hmm. For example, me personally, right? I spent three years, right? After I read the four-hour work week that I was telling Eric right here, that it was like the first book that I read that introduced me to entrepreneurship. And I was, I knew I had to create content. I had to put myself out there, but my the fear was stopping me, right? At the moment, it was my, my excuse was, it's not perfect. The content that I'm creating is not good enough. Later, I realized it was just fear. And one of the biggest benefits that putting myself in front of a camera mm -hmm. and sharing my message has like one of the biggest me uh, benefits has been overcoming that fear. But I'm curious exactly. to know where did that fear come from? Uh, you know, like why and and how other people can what steps can they take to also get out of that fear? Yeah, well, great question. And the good news, as you might know, is that even when you quote unquote overcome the fear, it's never about ridding your life of fear. Fear will always mm. present mm. itself, which some argue is a great thing, right? Mm. Because it's that uh, it, it's that signpost to say, hey, this is a good step for you to take and improve. So go through the fear. So it's just simply getting to a point where you can figure out how to work through the fear in spite of it. For me, I can call it back to a very, very early age. I'm the youngest of three sons. My two older brothers are six years and nine years older than me. So there was always that gap that when I was born, I felt like, you know, my brothers already had their thing and I might have just been left to my own vices. So I interpreted that and took it and ran in a negative way because what's the deal with human beings? It, it's our responsibility to attach meaning to every single circumstance. And yeah. unfortunately, the meaning that I, I, I attached to everything that I envisioned in my early young life was negative was really playing a victim. And mm. I didn't even know that that was a thing until a handful of years ago when I started making the choice and the, and the decision to improve my scenario a little more. Somebody pointed out in in this uh, session I was part of and said, you can you might be a victim and not specifically to me, but just talking about it in general. And it just hit me. I was like, 
I, not only didn't I know that that was a thing, but I didn't realize that that yeah. was my thing. No. So I took that on at a very early age. And the thing you know is that when you when you tell yourself something, you go out into the world consciously or subconsciously and look for proof of it mm. on paper i'm saying no i want people to like me but the truth <laughs> yeah. of the matter is i've already victimized mm. myself and said nobody likes me nobody wants me around i'm Oof. not good enough i can't do anything and for 40 years i got just that back wow. so i could say you see i told you so it doesn't work wow Ooh. that is that's impressive you know I, lo i love the part of the the awareness like you know yeah. we often hear you don't know what you don't know right and we might be operating in a certain way And then when you hear that phrase or you hear that story, right, especially now that we're talking about podcasting, like stories are huge and we know stories change belief. And you hear this story of maybe someone that you look up to or right, uh, a superhero, maybe. And they talk about that vic being a victim. Right. Mm. And then you connect the dots and you're like, wow. So a whole new world <laughs> opens for you. And now you're aware that those things can be happening to you. Yeah, and that's yeah. when we can start make the change. And personally, I think that that's why podcasting is such an important platform because all these stories that are being told are changing people's beliefs, right? They are giving them that awareness that is going to help them change and move forward and, and get better. Yeah. Hmm. Dude, Eric, Eric, I have a question for you. So yeah, you mentioned sure. earlier on your story, right? Like you wanted to create a legacy, you know, for your family and moving on, right? So yeah. here's... A lot of the people are starting to either create content for their businesses and stuff. Do you think uh, everybody wants to create legacy? And, you know, how can somebody trying to use that legacy thought as fuel to make a positive impact in the world? Yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't aware of that that term or that concept until I mm. got older. So I think it depends a lot on the, the phase you are in life. Mm. You know, so by the time I, I, I stumbled on that book and started to realize, you know, like a lot of people get shocked. You know, like, what do you mean 20 years in, in creative? It's because I, you know, went through my 20s and my 30s partying, enjoying myself, you know, doing all the typical things you would come to expect. And And I got to the point where now I found someone. I, I, I pushed that off as long as I could. You know, no, 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 I don't want to get married. And no, no, I, it's, it's, my wife doesn't like this one. But it's like you could basically marry anyone as long as that, as long as they, you meet that person at the right time in your life, right? Mm. Soulmate, all that stuff. Yes, you can believe in that. And I believe it to a degree. But the thing is, when you're ready, that person will show up because you're ready, right? Yes. Just like they always say, the teacher shows up when the student is ready. So it's the same thing. Your wife, your husband will show up when you're ready. So that's what happened. And then when we started to go down that path and we started to build a and, and create a family and a future for ourselves, I was already in my, well into my 40s, yeah. right? I think I had my first when I was 40, which was funny because when I was uh, you know, going through Uh, corporate America, I remember a dude and, that had his first and his fourth. And I was like, you're crazy, man. I would never do that. I'm going to have kids before you, before that. And here I am doing exactly what he did. <laughs> But so then it wasn't until then that I started to understand that there's more than just me. There's more yeah. than just me and my wife. 
there's there's something that I need to build for them so that they have the things mm -hmm. that I didn't have. So they have the security and the wealth that I never had. You know, my parents grew up uh, the just financially uneducated and in, in debt and credit mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. you know, bankruptcy. And, and I learned from their mistakes by saying, at least I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And the thing is, I didn't know how, though. I didn't understand how because we weren't taught that in school. Yeah. So when I started to go down the path of educating myself, reading books, surrounding myself with people that were teaching me about this stuff, they were the ones talking about legacy wealth and creating wealth for your family. That's generational. Yeah. That's when I started to say, if these intelligent people above me are talking about this, maybe I need to start paying attention. So wow. then I start, that's when I started to say, okay, this is my goal. This is my fuel, like you said, Luis. And this is the rocket that's, this is the fuel that's going to go into the rocket ship so that I get up every single day and continue to build what I'm building. Wow. That, that's awesome. Like a word that comes to mind is awareness, right? You know, Josh, you mentioned it earlier. Uh, Eric, you, you're doing now like, okay, I'm aware now that these people are, you know, speaking to me in this language and, and uh, I need to wake up and execute right for us people ask us like first like it's two it's two brothers living together working together like almost doing anything together right my, my wife is not jealous by the way like she's like hey, <laughs> thank god you have your brother uh but for us they ask us like how can you guys do this together you guys been doing it for now six years the first like three and a half almost four we're like almost like freelance like we had no idea what the heck we were doing oh, yeah. it was it was horrible right and uh, but we learned a ton of lessons and uh, we always go back to our why, right? And and for us, family is our why. Like we are, we are originally from Venezuela. We have our parents there. And the initial motivation when we started this, you know, the Biz Bros thing, right, was we want to bring them with us. Like we want to yeah. make sure because they provided every single opportunity for us. So that's, I guess, on our side, that's our legacy. That's why we want to, you know, make sure that they that they have the the life that they deserve, and and that they want. Yeah. So. And I, honestly, I think like that legacy part is evolving constantly, right? Absolutely. Like right now, yes, we want our, our parents here. And then once we accomplish that, I mean, you have a kid now, right? And he's uh, yep. going to want to provide for his kid. I, I already kid. do. I'll, I already do. I, I hopefully <laughs> eventually one day I'll have kids too, right? Maybe, oh. uh, maybe my four is Eric. Uh, <laughs> and I like want it. a legacy for them, right? So I think it is, it is ever something that keeps evolving as we go. So segue to that. My question is like for any of you too is we identify that is very related to family on our cases. Do you think that's necessary for other people? Because they're creating businesses that are creating an amazing impact to so many people, right? Like we were at your event a few weeks ago. These amazing tech companies have yeah. solutions to like that add so much value, not only for companies, for, but for individuals. So do you think, you know, wanting to crush that legacy and making sure that they want to go through that is a necessary ingredient in this whole business entrepreneurship publishing game. I think that it's aside from your why, if you don't necessarily have, you know, because a lot of us do use the family as our, our strong why, but there are a lot of people who who use a mission, like yeah. a mission statement. They, they want to be the champion. They want to be the warrior for something. We yeah. had someone on our show yesterday who unfortunately had lost her son. And mm. and the thing is, she wants to become a champion, even though that's not her business, but she's starting, she doesn't realize subconsciously she's building a brand based on that story yeah. that's telling people, hey, others have experienced this too. I'm not alone in this. And I also want to make sure that 
I let others know they're not alone. So come to me and we can have a conversation about this and be open about it so that it's healing, so that it's beneficial for all parties. And because not everyone wants to put themselves out there. Yeah. Not everyone wants to talk about the scars. You know, no, yeah. so so there's lessons learned that people can start to share, hey, here's what happened to me, whether it's a failure or a traumatic experience, and here's how I how I went through it. And it doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna work for you, but maybe it will. Maybe there'll be something there that you can pull away from, pull from it and say, okay, wow, that really, that really helped me. So now you're making a larger impact on your community, the tribe, the people, which we all know eventually becomes partners, friends, and clients. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love what you said that she subconsciously is building the brand around her message, around the message and around that story, right? And I think people tend to have a really hard time embracing their own stories. And for example, yesterday we had this this lady in the podcast. Her name is Rosita. She was awesome. And her story is crazy, right? Like she went from drug addict at 16 and homeless to now managing 2,000 employees and 41 mm -hmm. Stores that they make over a million dollars each. Yeah, and, insane. yeah, it's insane. And she was like, "I felt that my story wasn't good enough for me to oh, share, yeah. right?" And I mean, Josh, I, I can tell yeah. because of what what you were talking about. You kind of like struggle with that, right? So, how did you came to embrace that story? What was that that epiphany moment for you where it clicked, and yeah. you were like? I have to share it no matter what, and I have to empower others to share theirs as well. Well, there's a few interesting key points here, because like you said, your guest yesterday felt that we all at some point in our journeys um, fall into. Nobody cares what I have to say. Who's going to care? Who's going to listen? Do I have a story to share? All of those insecurities always pop up for all of us. The yeah. bottom line is that you have to find the way to, to just put all that aside because the truth of the matter is twofold. We all present day, no matter where you think you are in your journey, your story, your message has already begun. It's already there. You mm -hmm. don't have to, well, I just have to get a little further. I haven't been at it long enough or I have to sell a little more. Do no, there is a story right here and now that needs to be told. Case in point, uh, I spent a good 10 plus years running my own digital marketing agency when I wasn't in this iteration of my life. And like I said, all like my entire life, I attracted a very negative person and yeah, relationship, yeah. whether it was private, personal, business, or social. And my digital marketing agency was no different. It became wow. very toxic. So when I was awoke, I knew that, okay, step one, I have to rip the bandaid off here. Mm. And like any toxic relationship, it's not good for me anymore. And I needed mm. to, to find something else. So I did, but I didn't know what that something else would be. Yeah. So I took a couple of months, sat with myself, tried figuring it out, created what became the hidden entrepreneur brand, and then said, you know what? I've never had a podcast before, but I feel that I would be good at it, that I would yeah. like it, I would enjoy it, and it might create some sense of meaning, significance, and opportunity for me. I'm going to do it. And I just did it. So from that, 
from that beginning moment, my story was already there. I didn't say, well, I'm not going to tell my story until I have 50 or 100 episodes. I said, I'm going to determine what my story is today and start telling it, start crafting it. And it evolves over time. Some of the things that I started telling a few years ago, I don't really tell anymore because it's not, you know, it, it, it evolved or it became. So you have to realize that your story is already there. There is a message. It just takes time. And that's through PodMax, what we help you identify, communicate and practice and get out there so you can share the message that exists right now on podcasts i love it i love it and you know i, I think you included the perfect segue right there for pod max because <laughs> again we experienced it and we were so excited literally after every single person that we talked to right that you guys connected us through the event we were like this was so much oh, fun so awesome this was so much awesome like <laughs> so much I, awesome yeah so, mu- so much awesome <laughs> maybe it's one bro your maybe. english it, is it, not good looking today okay now. good okay <laughs> uh and you know like we started just like embracing that curiosity right mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it builds that, that is something that creating content has done for us i feel like feeding that curiosity that when we have people like you guys in here we're like mm-hmm. look we want to know everything <laughs> right and we say it sometimes like what we ask yes like we want it to be helpful uh for the audience right we want to help them but at the same way we're doing it kind of selfish because we're like we want to know these things like we want to learn all this stuff that you guys are sharing so with pod uh, with podmax it's absolutely amazing because you guys in in one day you guys connected with amazing individuals we had the chance to learn a bunch of things that we had no idea about with all these amazing people. So I'm curious, how did you guys, you know, decided to start a platform for the platform, right? Like how I referred it before, because for me, it's, it's amazing. I, I knew community was a thing. Like when I surround myself with amazing people, right? For example, if I, this morning I went to yoga and I love that space at the beach with like those type of people, it feels great. But I never seeked it, right? I was, it was something that I would let myself just walk into. I wasn't actively seeking for a community. So what made you guys create this type of community for people to seek and be a part of? Yeah, uh, I'll take this one, Josh. So it, it, it wasn't necessarily by design. You know, things happen somewhat, and this is an overused word, but it happened organically. It happened mm. sort of little by little by little, and it started to snowball into what you guys experienced. Mm. So, you know, in, in being in, you know, real estate and then the creative agency and then podcasting, which, you know, where, where Josh and I were playing a lot in, we're experimenting, doing stuff like our On Air Brands live show, just like this one, and then other shows, his show and my show, and then trying to f- juggle the balls to see what we could do with it all. We started to realize there was a power in the network that we had already established, all the people that we already knew, all the thought leaders that we were friends with, and say, hey, why don't you come in the door? What, it was a it, it's a virtual experience right now as you know it yeah. but it was also it and is also still a live event so it started out as a, a, an event within our, our our offices and we would spread out through all the conference rooms and all the people we would negotiate with <laughs> other people who had businesses there because it's a co-working space and say 
hey, Brandon, are you cool if we sort of, are you going to be around Friday? And then he would be like, no. Okay, can you give us the keys to your office? Because we're going to turn it into a studio. So that's what we would do. We would have eight to a dozen different studios and all these entrepreneurs would flood in and we would, there would be, it was a system. It was tight as a drum. People would get handed their their little uh, envelope, and there was their schedule. There's other bios. There's all the people that they know and love, and they're fans of. And then they would just be ushered and 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 brought to studios. And then when they came out, there was Josh and I and the team, and we're like, hey, and uh, there's there's food, and 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 why don't you talk to this one? We knew everyone in the room, so we would say, wow. hey, oh, you, I know what you need, or you need to meet this person or that yeah. person. Mm. And then we started to realize, oh my God, it's not just about podcasting. It's what's happening in the room. It's what's happening amongst all the entrepreneurs that are there for the same reason, but not necessarily in the same business yeah. or industry. So then that's when we were like, holy smokes, this is powerful. So we kept doing that and doing that. And it was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Then we got slapped in the face with you know what's happening now with the bubonic plague. And then we were like, <laughs> oh, wait, what are we going to do? We took about a few weeks to figure it out. And we built a virtual version of it, which we probably wouldn't have done. So I'm kind of thanking what happened, although everything else is falling apart. But we were blessed that we we're like, whoa, this is this is something cool and exciting because no one's doing it. We were so ahead of the curve and still are to the point where VaynerMedia was like knocking on our door and saying, hey, yes. how do you build a virtual event like this? We wow. love what you're doing. And we would take meetings with them and figure it out. And how can we help each other? And we're yeah. still talking and communicating Amazing. with Vayner. So. It's powerful, man. It's powerful what 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 you can do with podcasting, and it's powerful what you could do if you bring people together and build a community. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Uh, Josh, anything that you want to add to to that? Yeah, sure. The um, the bigger picture of that that naturally evolved is while it is revolving around this one day event, slowly but surely it evolved to more than that. So when we talk about Pod Max, yes, it culminates with this great one day event. But what we realized early on are we're giving entrepreneurs the chance to really buy into getting yourself immediately booked and matched up on three top shows. If you were to do that outside of the event, there's some legwork you have to do on your own. Yeah. But now we say, hey, buy into the event and in this day, you will be matched with three and you'll record them and that's that. So we started attracting people that loved that idea, but maybe were a bit green to the experience of guesting. So they're like, hey, I have a great six or seven figure business yeah. here, but I'm sort of new to the guesting role. Can you guys help me? So we saw that opportunity early on and we're like, yes, now we can take everybody who comes <laughs> through and we have a significant training and education component to it before, during and after the one day that helps the entrepreneur identify, communicate, practice and rehearse, obtain the discipline for communicating the message and probably most importantly, gaining that confidence through the experience to say, I do have a message here to share. There yes, are people interested. Absolutely. I am capable. That's so, uh, sorry, Fonzie. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I want to share a story because it, the event that we attended with you guys was a private event. And on October 16th, the, your new event is coming. So everybody listening, watching now, go and, uh, and check out. We're actually going to leave all the links right below so you guys can go register and, and apply for it. Uh, but I remember listening to somebody and I've been trying to remember the name of this person, but, uh, you know, sometimes we work in one industry, like one channel for us is obviously content is marketing is sales and mindset, all this stuff. Right. 
But then he's like, guys, I encourage you. I think it was Jesse, Jesse Itzler, maybe that he was saying that. And he's like, I encourage you to go to just like a random event, go to a random conference, walk in, oh. see what happens, right? And just like wow. sit there and listen to like all their perspective, right? So, yeah. and that just like sparked, and it was like, oh my gosh, yes, let's go listen to like what other people in other industries have to say because guess what? Then the creativity muscle is gonna start working. You're like, wow, they see that problem through a different lens what if i apply part of that lens to my current problems and then mm -hmm, you come up with mm -hmm. so amazing stuff so you know the private event that, that that we came like to you for it was it was technology based like it was it was a different thing right and we're like wow Fonzie, that has nothing to do with content and profit. Like maybe profit on their end, but like for content, like what do we do? And we're like, let's just be open to this opportunity. Let's go, let's attend, let's see what happens. And wow, what an amazing experience it was because we learned these amazing things from not only the guests, but the people that you bring onto the table to like chat with us and like the, the keynote speaker, amazing, right? And not only that, but I also saw that on their end, right? On the technology side, the comments that they were telling you guys was mm. like, I had no idea how awesome this whole platform podcasting is. So now I got to go back to my company and be like, we need to get one of these yes. and start producing because it allows us to get our message out. So I just want to highlight that specific fact that sometimes we're so focused on our own channel that sometimes we forget that wow. there's so many other creative solutions around. And if we just like take a peek, experience a day or two and be a part of that experience, we can bring so much value back to our own platform and then make this experience different. One example is we like geek out on YouTubers and gamers, right? Yep. And the whole team that we have producing content, they're gamers. So they're like constantly providing these awesome solutions. And if you know anybody, any anything about streaming, gamers are the experts on this thing. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, okay, how can we bring that experience of like the gaming world, the streaming world into the business side of things? How can business take part of it? And then you you create this amazing like meetup between both of them yeah. and something amazing happens. So uh, I think your event as a platform, I encourage every Everyone and you know every single one of you that's listening around, go check him out because you might learn like these. We we call them now golden boulders because they're <laughs> freaking massive, right? Instead of golden nuggets, yeah. And and you can actually go out and implement right away. So so amazing. So I just wanted to highlight that that point and what yeah. that event meant for me and just count on us for like every single yeah. one moving forward. I just mean, saying. I, I, I <laughs> One th the other day, I received a comment on LinkedIn with one of the guys that we got matched up uh, doing the the podcast episode. It was dumb, and he's like, "Hey, when are Don you? Barry. Yeah, he's yeah. like, when are you coming to London? You know?" <laughs> and I, I was like, "Dude, I'm so ready. Like, I wish I could be there right now. You know?" And it's, it creates those relationships, those friendships, besides just the business aspect, which is absolutely amazing. And going off the topic of innovation and originality, I feel a lot of people get stuck with I'm not what I'm doing is not original somebody else is already doing it right again that was me 100 I'm like well I'm, I'm trying to create a social media marketing agency right this was like five years ago but there's all these other people that already have one right but I'm just consuming the content of of course all the people that have a social media marketing agency because I'm trying to learn from them so in my eyes it's like this is super saturated I'm not original I cannot create something And what I like about my brother is, right, like what, what he explained is that you can adapt, you can grab things. And being original doesn't mean creating something from scratch. 
It means grabbing something and adding your own things to it little by little, and it's going to grow. And I feel that's how, how your process was. And Eric, you said it. It was organically, right? Like it, it started a little organic. And while you were telling the story, I'm like, it's amazing how the pieces have been fitting together. And you didn't have like, I mean, you might have have a master plan, but you didn't, you know, hold yourself back because from day one, it wasn't as big as you wanted. Yeah. You guys started building one step at a time. So, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm curious to, for people that are listening that are in that aspect of their business right now, that they're trying to build the right relationships, right? Be part of the right networks. What are some tips that you guys can give them? Because, I mean, besides obviously going to PodMax, go to PodMax, <laughs> uh, duh, that's, that, yeah. Um, but how can they get out there and start, you know, innovating in their own space and meeting all these people and building awesome relationships? So there was a big chunk of time there where I've been like chomping at the bit. I have three things I want to say before I answer your tips. Oh, oh no, no, so go ahead. We have enough time. Go for it. Okay, oh, yeah, I'll yeah. come back to the tips. And if I if I lose track of that waypoint on the GPS, get, uh, get me back. <laughs> so there's three things, right? So the first thing is what happens at PodMax, and it can it it really connects people beyond the event. So people think about it. It's a wonderful content play. It's one day of content marketing. But like mm. Josh said, there's all support around it. Like if you need clarification on your message, we're there for you. If you need the confidence and and, and you need advice on what mic to buy and what headphones to buy, we're there for you. But beyond that, the content play of knowing that if you're a busy entrepreneur and I gotta I gotta hustle, I don't know if I have time to build content. Well, if you just dedicate one day, six to eight hours, you're gonna create so much content and then you're gonna be able to give it to the biz bros and they're gonna create <laughs> th two, three, four, five months of content that you only invested one freaking day on. That's amazing in and of itself. No Thank one's you. doing yeah. that crap right now. So, and another thing I wanted to highlight is, are we on Twitch? Because if you guys are gamers, man, we should be streaming a Twitch right now. Right? No, <laughs> not yet, but it's coming. It's yes, coming. We, okay. have, we have plans <laughs> on Twitch. Yeah, yeah. We, we stream to Twitch, but we don't know what we're doing on there. So. It's all good. <laughs> it's it's like, all good. Yeah, yeah. People just like, they, 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 they say ridiculous things and we just shut the comments off. I, I'm but, trying um, to learn how to play so the guitar yeah. so I can go on Twitch, you know, and then halfway through the show, commercial break, ser serenade people, serenade you know. People. We'll, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Um, but another thing I wanted to highlight with what Pod, PodMax does, which it wasn't there for me during my podcasting journey. I've been learning a ton, even though we are the thought leaders and the leaders of, of you know creating that business. I need it too. I learn so much from the people that come and participate and that we coach. Yeah. And it's it's crazy that the business is is something that people need, but they don't necessarily understand or know they need it. So for for example, when I was doing podcasts as a guest, if you go back to two, three years ago when I was on these shows, I was terrible. I was umming and eyeing and, and, and you know what I mean? Like all these filler words constant, it was awful. So then I started to craft my message with the help of Josh and with the help of our program and we started getting more conscious of it and aware of what I was doing. And then yeah. I started to get better and better and better and going back and listening. A lot of us don't go back to the shows we recorded on, listen to them, analyze them, figure out how you can be better and better and just keep improving. And eventually it did lead to, and I, sh I shared you uh, the link to this show, Luis. It led to me getting on the Bigger Big uh, Pockets Business Podcast, Amazing. which was an ultimate goal of mine forever. <laughs> but 
I never would have made it if I didn't guest on shows constantly yeah. and get my muscles exercising and to the point where I could perform on that show and show up in the best version that I was because of all the steps that I took to be an awesome guest and to be interesting and add value to a community of 50, they, they average 50 to 100,000 downloads per one episode Amazing. the community is 1.2 million so then i knew oh my god this is i gotta show up am i gonna be ready and my team was like yeah you're ready you've been working your way up to this so podmax is great because for those who don't podcast who don't have a lot of experience well here's your testing ground here's your opportunity yes. to jump in on shows so that when the bigger pockets when the J jdl's when the big big shows ask you to be on you're ready for the stage you're yeah. gonna hit it you're gonna show up you're gonna add value and you're gonna communicate in a way that's succinct and clear yeah. and is gonna inspire the hell out of that audience so people are gonna be like dude he crushed it do more and it's just gonna keep getting bigger and yes. bigger and bigger so that's what i wanted to say pod max is your stepping stone to get to that level because mm. it worked for me so here's the other cool thing and i'll add one more thing here and i know i'm going on, i'm on my soapbox <laughs> is that and i've had a lot of like you fonz i had a lot of <laughs> let's go <laughs> so, <laughs> is that when we started to build the content and we we realized like you know guys like you can come in and and and, and really add value and ex Explore and also show your guest, hey, this is what we can do. You didn't just record on our show. We're gonna, we're gonna give you a ton of, you know, like you brought the ingredients in. We're gonna chop it up. We're gonna make Chinese food. We're gonna make uh, Italian food. We're gonna make Greek food, delicious. and then we're just gonna give it delicious, to you to delicious. serve your audience, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what it does yeah. for people. And then we started to realize, Josh and I were like, oh, oh my god. There are people out there that don't even realize they need this, that all they have to do is show up this day. And then like they're busy entrepreneurs, mm. they're busy corporate execs. And all they have to do is come in and then we guide them. It's turnkey, basically. Yeah, it's turnkey amazing. for all of those who not who need to create content, but don't know how to do it. Yeah, I so that sorry, sorry for interrupting here, but I remember this one guy. I don't remember his name, but at the end of of Podmax, you guys ask everybody like, "Hey, how was it?" Right? Let's go one by one. And I clearly remember this one guy. He had like a banner on his back, and he's mm -hmm. like, "You know what? I've tried to dabble into podcasts before, and you know, I I didn't really see the value of it. But now he was like, yeah. now, now after today, yeah, it's like." I think I need to revisit some things. And yeah. I was like, it, yes, like what an, uh, like that's, that's right there is what you just explained. It, yeah, it, that feeling of, I found something that I know is going to be extremely beneficial, not only for myself, but for my business as well. And for the people that I'm helping that, that yeah. I can impact. And, you know, time is our most valuable resource, right? So I think what you guys have is this amazing solution that is compressed in like one day. And mm -hmm. you're meeting people, like you're creating content, you're getting all these amazing assets that then you can distribute and promote your business and your mission and your story and what we were just talking about, right? And, you know, going back to, to like why we started the show and why we do it three times a week, because the chat was like, let's just do once a week, right? No, no, no. Let's speed up the learning process three times a week, yeah. right? Where were you guys when we freaking started this, you know, a few months ago? Because, <laughs> like, that would have been such a massive help, right? Yes. We, along the way, we've had to figure, th like, things out. And we often get asked, like, man, like, 
there's so much friction, right? Like because people see the end product, right? People see episode 300, episode 200, right? And they're like, man, like, ah, oh, that's very uphill, right? So for us, we were like, you know, whatever. We're just going to enjoy the process, whatever it is. Like we do this live. If we make mistakes in the intro, which, you know, I tend to do all the time, you know, I'm, I'm working on that fancy. Hey, today, uh, today, I, today, I today was today pretty was good. Sweet. Okay, yes. good. Today was good. Uh, but we were like, okay, let's just speed up the learning process, you know, three times a week. And that's why we do it three times a week. Mm -hmm. Now with a solution like the one that you guys have is a great like starting point. Like you're already like three you know, four months ahead of most people. So I encourage every single one of you to go check these guys out. Josh, I don't know if you have anything to add to, yeah. to all this mix. Go ahead. Usually. Usually. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> jo uh, jo wait, Josh, before you jump in, uh, leave me a room. I want to tell a couple of stories of, of the people that came through. So that we can, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll leave you room, sure. <laughs> Noted. That leave was more like shoveling Josh to the side. Like, <laughs> no, because I, I, I know Josh. He's gonna, he's gonna drop some awesome golden boulders. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, I want you to. Uh, I, <laughs> I wanted to just talk about the idea of relationships as I relate to it firsthand. So we know how I spent the majority of my life. I all, all I wanted was a relationship in some regard, a connection, a form of collaboration. Mm. But when I set out uh, with the idea of subconsciously feeling that, you know, nobody's going to want what I have to offer and I'm going to keep it reserved. That's exactly what I got. So on the surface, the struggle and the frustration is knowing full well what I'm capable of, what I'm keeping inside, but not coming to the table with it. So do you think that for those four decades that I attracted into a relationship, again, whether it's personal, social, or business, mm -hmm. the right person mm -hmm. for me? Of course not. I got exactly who I was and what I was putting out there, yet wondering why I can't make anything work. So now... When I made that decision to be a little bit better and different and improve myself for my children, et cetera, and started taking that action, I started creating a different persona and coming to the table a little differently. Lo and behold, I find myself at this podcasting event where, like Eric said, I had the opportunity to record episodes of my show. I was matched randomly with someone named Eric Cabral. <laughs> we recorded an episode. And after the episode... Yeah. He said, hey, man, I, I like I like what you're about. Why don't you come down to my studio and and we'll see what's there? Maybe yeah. maybe there's something there for us. So the point is, is, is if I didn't already become that version of myself and exercise those qualities and traits that were attractive to the actual person and people and circumstances that I want to relate to. A, I never would have found myself at that event to begin with. And even if I did, Eric wouldn't have, after that interview, have said, hey, I like you. Let's, you know, let's hang out. He would have said, hey, thanks for the show. Take care. Like I got my whole life. So mm. you need to become the version of yourself that is capable of attracting the people and circumstances and success that you want mm. in anticipation of it. The only time it happens is when you first step into that version. I desperately wanted to show up weak, angry, and miserable like I was and desperately hoping somebody would shake me out of it and say, yo, you're better than this. I see through it. Doesn't happen. Nobody sees through it until I gave it a go. 
true wow. golden boulder. And for this, we need like the gong, the massive gong. Yes, it's a gong <laughs> it's moment. A gong moment right there. Wow. wow. Yeah, that was amazing. You know, and it, so, sorry, Eric, I know you want to step in here real quick, but yeah, yeah, Josh, he's ready. He's ready. <laughs> Josh, like, you just talked to something that I, I love, right? Because again, one of the, <laughs> one of the, the, my favorite things that publishing has given us has been that internal work. Like a lot of people are very afraid to look inside and, you know, dig mm -hmm. deep and let go of all these negative things that, that are holding them back or even yeah. talk to someone or even talk to themselves about these negative things that are holding them back and publishing. I don't know the why yet. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to find it. But it does that for you. It helps you get rid of that. And one of my favorite quotes that is from one of our coaches, he always says, your business only grows to the extent that you do, right? And when he said that, my mind was like, wow, golden boulder. My mind is absolutely blown because I was trying to build a business without changing, right? I was That's trying right. to be the exact same Luis but I wanted to build a massive business and that was not going to happen. Mm -hmm. Now mm -hmm. I look back a few years, right? Three years, even two years. And I look at that Luis and if those two Luises could have a conversation, it would be incredible because they change. You could, you could see it. You could, you could feel it. So I think your previous you. Luis would just walk away. They don't understand anything yeah, that my you're talking about. Yeah, probably. my previous Luis would be like, bro. bro. No, and then step away and just <laughs> walk out. So thank you for bringing that up because I think a lot of people need to be aware, right? And we were talking before about awareness, that moment where they realize, right, where something clicks in their mind and they need to be aware that they need to look inside and do that, that work so they can grow and eventually their business can grow as well. Yeah. Eric, Eric it's, it's all yours, yours, my man. Let's go. Take it home. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'll speed through it. So to answer your question from earlier, and then I, you know, I stuck my own idea in there, is um, you ask for tips that people can, you know, and so the one simple thing that I'm always pressing and I'm always preaching to people when they get onto a podcast or they get onto any platform where you want to talk about your business and you want to talk about what it is, what it is. And, you know, we're all big fans of Simon Sinek. You know, it's mm. about the why. So yeah. you have to come and step into the room in front of the mic with vulnerability. Mm. That's the 100% thing that I think connects people. Because if you show up with open arms and your chest is open and people can see your heart, that will give them permission to do the same. And then all of a sudden, you've, can, you've established the know, like, and trust within seconds or minutes. And that's what I love about podcasting because podcasting gives us the opportunity to have that private conversation. Even though millions of people are listening, it feels one-on-one. -on -one. It feels very, yes. very intimate. Even mm -hmm. not just for the people in the room, but for the listeners that have their earbuds on. The earbuds yeah. are very intimate. Why do we love music so much? Why do we feel a connection to certain bands and artists? And then when we get to the concert, we look up on stage and we're like, I freaking love you. It's because you spent hours, days, years listening to that person sing in your mind over mm -hmm. and over yeah. and over podcasting does that for you whether you're a guest or you're a host because now that person is doing their laundry they're driving they're doing whatever it is in life but you're with them 
and you don't even realize it. You don't even yes. know yes. you're speaking in their mind all the time. So I just wanted to highlight that for anyone who's out there that doesn't understand what podcasting is yet. It's the new <laughs> rock star. We <laughs> are yeah. the new rock stars and we are the new platform. Forget Live Nation. Forget all these things that get you on stage. That is the solution right now. And if you're not in the game, you're missing out on a huge opportunity to really sing your song. Like where I'm going with all this. So it's <laughs> it's got it's got so much so many legs so many so many variables and the variables that i wanted to really quickly highlight is as guests so one quick story a guy named mike mike bonities came through our very first podcast podmax event and he met a business partner first it turned into a client it was a client and then he started to serve him and then eventually they loved each other and they were like let's partner let's do stuff together so he had a business partner at our first event then another dude came through named fred moskowitz and he called me a week later and goes dude do you realize i got 50 to 60 leads on my website that's how many people because it wasn't at the time it was six shows that we were recording on live so he got a, a spread it out it was crazy so the leads now on the other side for the the podcasters that come through recently we had a guest a guest on our shows on Josh's hidden entrepreneur entrepreneur circle for me and he Kieran was guesting and he met someone through the event that you guys were at and it was a lawyer I don't know if you got to talk to this guy this lawyer but they are now I don't know as we speak playing golf together they're out on a golf outing and the guy is thinking about investing in him and maybe yeah. becoming a partner with him. So then also so another nice. guy that we brought through was a podcaster, Larry Roberts, who we love. He's become a brand ambassador. He, we, we gave him an opportunity to interview one of our keynotes and they became friends and now they're working together behind the scenes. So how crazy is that? It wow. goes way, way yeah. beyond the one day event or the coaching because now you're building forming relationships because the trust is already established and the trust in PodMax. So you're automatically, right? You're automatically vetted. People come through and go, I met you through PodMax. Of course, I trust you, Amazing. man, let's do this. We, we so, often yeah. say, wow. we often say, you know, uh, amateurs focus on the front end professionals focus on the back end right and uh, mm-hmm. we we relate that with like ads and stuff like that mm-hmm. where you know uh, lifetime average value uh, but i want to bring it to this like specific event right if you do not have time to invest like in one day to do this right you you're amateur because like that's the immediate thing that you that you have like the stories that you just share eric is the back end it's like not only the the 60 leads that they got just with a day of the time, right? What does those 50 leads mean for this business, right? Probably a lot of money, a lot of impact that they're creating. These meetings and partners, what does that mean for those, that people's like families, businesses, future employees? It's It's huge. So the back end here is massive. And this is incredible, right? And you guys are condensing this in just one day and the benefits for the back end of your own business, your relationships, the people that we're connecting. Like one example, if we were able to connect with Chuck, with Chuck, Chuck yep. Petit, like yeah. CEO of Republic, yeah. like in, insane, like yeah. a topic that we never thought we were gonna be around and he's coming to the show on Monday, thanks to you guys. Yeah. And it's amazing because now we're gonna be able to like chat about this stuff and we're probably gonna enlighten a lot of people they're like, man, like this is a great opportunity. So it's the hourglass effect, right? So it's so many like ways that you guys are impacting many, many lives. So uh, Josh, like what are some like action points that you wanna maybe share with the audience? Like how can they take it to the next level? Like what can, how can get a quick win like today tomorrow and i have one but i'll share it after you 
it comes down to a couple of the key phrases we've already touched upon in this time together. Uh, it is. It starts with a sense of awareness, right, and willingness. You have to be willing to look inside, take an honest look and assessment inside to really see what's going on versus what you want to go on. For me, it became clear as day, and the big... The small, quick wins come as the way I've done it. I knew I had decades of things to overcome. I wasn't going to fall into the trap where by New Year's you say, hey, I'm going to lose 50 pounds <laughs> next week. And, you know, we all know how that winds up. So in order to alleviate that, what I did and what you can do is I had – I made an assessment of an honest assessment of what I was doing all these years that weren't serving me small, medium and large habits, patterns and beliefs that were mm -hmm. playing against my goal. So I just listed them out and I said, well, I should probably stop doing that every single night <laughs> and maybe I should revisit how I approach that most afternoons and then you see what small win you can tackle take one negative habit pattern or belief and replace it for a week for mm. two weeks for a mm. month whatever don't overwhelm yourself that's where you find the win one small thing at a time and celebrate that and then slowly but surely you add another one you feel good about yourself and who you are and who you are capable of becoming so amazing wow, yes and I want to add to that a little bit. Um, I, I actually want to add a book, right? Because I haven't actually talked about a book <laughs> in, in, in this episode. Fancy's book recommendation. And I, I love your example <laughs> because, like you said, I, yeah. I, yeah. I always share that example of New Year's. People say, yeah, I want to lose oh. so many pounds. One week yeah. later done like Done. that yeah, goal yeah. is out the window that, right that was me i'm still rolling down the street so it's hey, fine you know by it, the uh, way <laughs> I, i i think this needs to be shared in the podcast everyone my brother here yesterday he stepped back into the soccer field let's go and he did nice. an awesome job yeah. he crushed it yeah he yeah, played really I, good i rolled around Congrats. the other players Congrats. which is fine you know so <laughs> the, the the book is called tiny habits and talks exactly about what you are talking about which is those small wow. steps and keep getting those consistent wins so thank you so much for sharing that and i invite everybody to to get that book because it's pretty good so i teased it this is my action point for everybody listening right now and watching go to potmax.co and apply either to be a host or attend the event go connect with these guys immediately like this was such a massive yes. impact not only in our business but the relationships that we've been able to build go check him out 100 we're gonna yeah. go back to that now last questions and pro probably my favorite one where will you guys be if you did not publish? <laughs> uh, I'll, buy, I'll buy Josh some time here and I'll, I'll answer. But quick plug that uh, another book recommendation that I recommend highly is uh, the, the Miracle Morning here. Yes. Right. Which changed my life, changed a lot of every, a lot of people's lives. This dude right here, this brother from another mother will actually be with us October 16th. So. Nice. Beep, beep, beep. Yes. Hal Elrod. For those for those not vis vi visibly watching. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, where would I be? I, 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 I'd be miserable uh, in front of the water cooler talking to someone I probably don't like that much. Uh, about the last episode of Ozark. <laughs> you know? um, that's where I'd be. I, I, I'd, and I'd probably be 25 pounds heavier than I am right now. Mm. 
Wow. So guys, podcasting, <laughs> podcasting also gets you in shape, as you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> Lose weight. Put a mic. Gotta look face. good. <laughs> Josh, yeah. what about you? Where will you be? Um, I actually have a keynote presentation titled How Podcasting Saved My Life and wow. Grew My Business. And it's for those very reasons, because as we've we, we've seen, it was that transition that helped me gain the confidence, gain the clarity, gain the connection, mm-hmm. meet uh, Eric. And, you know, the rest is uh, ongoing history here. Um, I would like Eric, I would be extremely miserable. I would be so angry, so depressed. I would be the worst father ever. And I would just continue to spiral down and down and down and, and kick walls and yell and scream. And it wouldn't be pretty. Wow, guys. Amazing. Yes. Thank you so much. Like today, massive shout out to you guys thank you so much for for coming yeah. on and sharing all these golden boulders with with us and the contents <laughs> profit family yeah man you guys uh, crushed the office you cannot see the uh, other side but it's just totally crushed with all these golden boulders all around man uh do you know before we say bye where can people find you where can people connect with you where can people learn more about you guys and what you guys are building like you said man podmax.co is the place to go Oh, look at that. We should say that more, Josh. Yeah, I like the rhyme of that. I sense some backstory on that one, but. <laughs> and I also hear a jingle. Podmax.co <laughs> is the place to go. I don't know. Yeah, I like it. I'll bring the guitar, guys. With my two chords that I know so far. Awesome, guys. So, again. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Go to podmax.co. Check him out. Uh, Don't leave yet. We got uh, the Hispanic goodbye with you guys. But with that being said, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and hit subscribe button today. That's right. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you did because it was epic, don't forget to share it and and leave a five-star review. Thank you. See you guys.